Master's Man, a.k.a. Mr. Foido, a.k.a. Salsa Caliente, a.k.a. Sirocco. Hey guys, welcome to Wed Chat. Today we have DJ Joel with us and he is with Direct Sounds DJ as well as you kind of do your own thing too, right? Yeah, we do some boom squat stuff. Joel or Hot Sizzle, you know. Hot Sizzle. We yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah, Hot Sizzle Man on Instagram. And uh, today we're just going to be talking a little bit about some DJ stuff, which I have a lot of questions about because I know nothing about it. What do DJs do? Because I know a lot of people you get the idea of like, oh, you just hit play and it's a playlist. Yeah, but that's there's it. A lot you set up, right. set up everything, you push play and that's it. Yeah, you know? and you're good to go. <laughs> but the, yeah, that's the common misconception. I can't talk for all DJs, um, but myself, I know how I handle what I do just to make a good event overall. And a lot of it is my pre-planning, stuff like that. So even before kind of going in the consistency of the weddings that I'm doing, you know, it started with like, helping out friends and, you know, building their schedule, almost taking on like a planner role, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like that kind of gave me an edge in the volume that I'm doing now in, you know, the planning processes, th things like that, you know? So when I have conversations with clients, you know, one of the last things we talk about is actually music, mm -hmm. you know? So I get a feel, I like asking how old their guests are, where they're from, what kind of music, you know, the formalities that they're looking for, and kind of just get that foundation of, you know, what they're trying to do kind of thing. Um, and then aside, get the vibe. <laughs> get the vibe a little bit. Um, and then, then going into music, putting their favorite artists together, their favorite songs, you know, and then just putting together the cocktail hour, the dinner, you know, and just creating that consistent flow leading into the dance floor things like that you know um and then the button pushing you know things like that <laughs> what even what are you doing behind that booth because i know i see you guys all the time just like pushing buttons and you look really <laughs> focused and you're like trying to kind of bob but you're also like doing all this crazy stuff like what the heck is going on back there right so a lot of it's like so like talking like during like the dance floor kind of stuff mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of different things going on so like a song is playing people are dancing you know i like analyzing the room um, you know, and just kind of figuring out what we're going to do next, you know? So when you see the DJs wearing the headphones, um, a lot of the times they're listening to the next song, you pick the next song that's kind of coming in. And then, so you blend it and mash it together. So you got one in the ear, it's coming in and just picking a good spot when to fade out of that first song and then kind of go into the next one. Yeah. Um, and then doing the cool style of, you know, mixing it in mashing it in yeah um, however cool transitions <laughs> right it's kind of chaotic you know songs playing you have like 30 seconds left you're like scrambling what song what song and that's yeah that's a lot of what's going on you know it's just kind of like what i'm playing analyzing what i'm going to the next song listening to it it's like oh i don't like that song put this song on um and all this goes back to the pre-planning too so um in dj terms are like called crates so you put like different crates together of like you know, Skylar's wedding here, right? Having those songs ready, lining them up in, you know, a BPM fashion, how fast they are, things like that. And then bringing them in once a good time, you know, knowing song placement, understanding the mood, um, understand where the guests are with alcohol, you know, because <laughs> yeah, that helps. That's always important. <laughs> um, and then just knowing when the right time to play the right songs are. And that's, 
aside from the mixing and everything, I feel like what's most important is song selection and just knowing when. And that just takes doing a lot of events and knowing what to play next kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So a lot of the time, it sounds like you go into a wedding with kind of a, a list of songs you want to use. And do you just like kind of switch them around depending how the dance floor is doing? A little bit. Yeah. So I give, uh, so in those pre-planning meetings, you know, whether they give me a list of music, they put a playlist together. So I'll get every single song that I think they'll like, that they like, their must plays, things like that, and just put it in a big kind of crate. I usually split it up like dinner, cocktail hour, dance floor, right? Um, and then for my dance floor, like you said, I'll have that big list and then determining on speed, genre, and then just going off that, you know, instead of, you know, opening up, you know, the selection to the millions of songs that are out there right you yeah. know because that'll cause panic to a dj oh you yeah know? so just knowing <laughs> it'd be scary right <laughs> so just knowing what obviously what the couple wants you know they're the ones you want to keep happy you know so um and then just going off that let's say they want this must play and be like oh this song will go good with it go with the vibe stuff like that picking off that list and kind of just knowing when and where mm -hmm. you know and also the challenge of old people young people stuff like that right. So when I when I open up a dance floor, uh, my main priority is the older people because I know the drinkers and the younger people, they're good. They're gonna hang out. They're gonna drink. They're gonna party to the end, you right. know. But I don't want to single out the older people. So I'll start with some universal stuff, you know. Depending on the crowd, you know, you can do like September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Bruno Mars is always like a good universal kind of get everyone dancing. So get the older people going a little bit, make them have fun, not singling out age groups, things like that. Right. Um, and I'm never worried about the drinkers and partiers, you know, knowing what I know and, you know, how I get down, as they say, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, <laughs> I know I'm going to get them at, you know, towards the end, you know, and alcohol definitely helps with that, you know, and just kind of bringing the party and making it lively, things like that. So can you kind of spot who the partiers are going to be before the party even starts? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Let's say you open up a dance floor, it's kind of dull a little bit. Uh, so you got to latch on to those that want to party, want to dance, you know, so you get them going and you kind of look to them to get everybody else going a little bit. Right. You know, yeah. so even like during cocktail hour, I'll walk around, I'll introduce myself and then just kind of getting those social cues from, you know, the different guests in the crowd, how they get to interact or if there's someone hyped in the bridal party. I'm like, yeah. you're my man. You're my man. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get it going. I'm going to lean on you kind of stuff. So going into any event, I usually try to spot those out um and and they're crucial you know they kind of help things go in dance floor going you know that's all the I can life say. of the party <laughs> right that helps. we love that yeah for sure so i can't imagine like just having like one song playing in your ear one song playing in you know the whole room and then you're watching people and how they're interacting and what's you know what's working what's not working like I would get so overwhelmed and then to have like while you're doing that have someone come up and go like oh play this song and you're like I have this whole mapped out. Like. <laughs> right. Um, you got you got to stay calm, you know, and it, it also stems to like, at the end of the day, you got to have a passion for doing it. You mm -hmm. know, that's what I think sets people aside. If you don't, if you don't have a, you don't have a passion for music, you don't have a passion for the job that you're doing. It, it can be kind of chaotic. So yeah. with me, um, when I'm up there, um, I'm big on my appearance, how it looks you know, have a little swagger because at the end of the day, you got to have the confidence because everyone's kind of looking at you. Everyone's kind of depending on you to kind of keep the party going, you know, so songs going on, you got one in the ear, you know, requests, you know, so I'm all about requests. On me, it's how they come up to me, 
you know, if someone's like, hey, can you please play this song at any point whenever? Cool, I'm going to play your song. If someone comes up and they're like, hey, can you play the song next? I'm like, next? (laughs) Yeah, if they say now or next, I'm not playing it at all, you know? So (laughs) Yeah, that's um, fair. Don't come at me mean, you know, I'm a yeah, nice guy. Yeah. You know, let's let's just have fun for the night. Let's, exactly. You know, so. And then there's me running up to your booth like, play the Cupid Shuffle, play right, it now. Right, <laughs> And that, I'm all for that, you know. I feel like, yeah, when we work that wedding together, it's like, that that's what makes a good event. You know, mm-hmm. like we were we were having fun, we were dancing, yeah. you know, and, and it all stems to everything. Yeah, where the booth is, you're kind of center stage, so... You know, have fun and because your your energy is going to vibrate to the crowd. You know, I've seen DJs where they're DJing and then I look at them and they're on their phone texting. How do you expect the crowd to vibe if you're not vibing with them? You know, when you're distracted by, you know, your phone, these texts, other things going on, you know, engage, you know, have fun with them. Yeah. And then keep just keep keeping it alive, you know, and that's totally. why I always like to think that people are looking at you all the time, you know, mm-hmm. so act accordingly i would say so have fun and us dancing behind the booth that's that's all (laughs) that's all part of the party you know what i mean yeah the the real party at that wedding was behind the dj booth 100 it's a vip (laughs) you and the second shooter jamming (laughs) the vip section yeah and it's nice too because for photographers it's really nice knowing we always have a place to put our stuff and it always ends up behind your booth and like probably totally in your way <laughs> no. just like throw it back there and then we're non-stop back there hanging out with you and if it's a you know if you're a good dj it makes it more fun for us because you know we have to kind of be back there with you sometimes yeah, we, we got a vibe you know i was like keeping a set place for for talk unless they're mean you know <laughs> then go put your stuff somewhere else <laughs> right i like introducing myself and then you know hey i'm friendly you can put it here no worries there's enough space for everybody there yeah you know i always ask even though like even though it's kind of like known already like photographer puts their stuff behind the dj booth i'm like hey is, is this okay is this gonna be in your way and they're always like duh <laughs> obviously i'm like okay i just want to make sure we always appreciate asking mm-hmm. you know yeah just go throw like a giant wagon full of stuff back there <laughs> right and i've had it before where photographers are just they're not very chatty and they just pull it in and I'm like, whatever, you know, what I'd say what me personally, like I said, I don't know about any other DJs with photographies and videographers. What I don't like is when they like set their bags like off to the side or like in front mm-hmm. uh, where like guests can see it. Right. Because it could be a reflection on me, you know, like look how sloppy that DJ is. He has bags all over and they're not my bags. Right. You know, right. that's the way I see it. That's true. Um, and I'm very quick to correct them. I'm like, hey, you know, just grab that, put it behind here. It's all good. We got a lot of room just back here. Over. <laughs> and I see one of them said, they're like, no, I need com- I need access to this. I need to put it right here. And then I'll step in stern. I'm like, hey, it's a reflection on me. Right. Please hide it. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Yeah, because you know? your so. booth looks nice. I mean, you have the, the white cover and I'll put a picture of it. And you have like, you cover even like the stands for the uh, speakers and everything. I mean. Yeah, I, I think that's huge. You know, a lot of a lot of DJs think my spinning and scratching is get it. You know, I don't need all that kind of stuff, you know, but I'm huge on, especially when you're dealing with a wedding, they're spending thousands of dollars on flowers, all these vendors kind of thing. They're not looking for like, Unless they want it, like a super turntableist kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, very, very big on, you know, the appearance of how things look. Like you saw the white, they're called facades. So you saw the white one. I have different paneling where I can change those out to an all black. I like that look uh, with the black skirts 
on speaker stands, white skirts on speaker stands, um, just kind of match the look of the room and the theme. I even have these rustic boards. Oh, really? I don't use them all the time because they're heavy. Yeah. Um, and they have to fit the the wedding. They have to fit the wedding. So like rustic style weddings, they love it. They're real nice. My friend, Kevin, the great design company, shot them out real quick. Um, he made those for me and the with like handles and everything. So... Maybe like a higher end wedding, rustic wedding. I'll bring those. I'm huge on that. Hiding all the cables, taping down everything. Because you got to take pride in your setup. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm really big on that. You always change into like a full suit. And I'm like, man, that's wild. <laughs> so I, I'm also big on that. You know, even when working with the dude, we have meetings with the direct sounds guys and everything. I probably spend $200 on haircuts a month. So I get oh, a haircut wow. a week. Right. Um, and they asked me, what's the most important part of DJ? And I'm like, haircuts, you know, you got to look good, <laughs> stuff like that. So when I show up, I have my little processes. I'll show up in my, my Lululemon shorts with my <laughs> old shoes um, and usually like a black shirt. And I, you know, you don't want to sweat in the suit you're going to have in. Um, right. So I set up with that and then my process. So when the ceremony, I'll put on pre-ceremony music. So right when I turn on pre-ceremony music, um, I'll go to the bathroom and start changing into a suit. And again, this is DJs don't have, you can wear a suit or not, you know, but I'm going to wear a suit, you know. It's the extra touch. The extra touch. Even during the summertime, they said, hey, you want, if you guys want to wear polos, you can. Um, and I said, no, I'm going to wear a suit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good, gives me the confidence and... You know, you're talking in front of everybody. Again, back to the appearance, you know, the the fresh haircut, you know, having the suit, you know, um, you know, taking care of myself. I like running, you know, stuff like that. I think that's big that that a lot of people don't think about, you know, and that's again goes into the passion of things, being full time in it. This is all we're not even talking about DJ and music. You know, right, this yeah. is I think this is this is very step one of everything. Yeah. It's important though. I feel like it goes for every vendor too. Right. You have to look professional. If your photographer, you know, is in like leggings and a t shirt, it's kinda like Right. And that's that's what stands you out. DJs are a dime a dozen, you know, and that what's what stands me out is being extra. Having those haircuts, you know, and to me it's worth it. To some it's not. That's a lot of the reason I wanted to have you for my uh my magazine styled shoot. I had you join in for that, which was super cool and super fun. Right. But I was like, I know Joel's gonna like make the booth look nice. I know he's gonna look good, like it's gonna be good because you can't, you know, obviously hear music from a magazine. Right. And so that was really important to me because I was doing more reception theme style kind of thing rather than like focusing on ceremony so sure. it was cool having you there and having everything really yeah, tidied I wearing, up i was wearing a suit yeah. the, in the pic, the, it's not on the cover but the yeah i was wearing a suit you know like i love that picture of what i was with the couple yeah going into it you know i had your back you know and um i think those speakers i used was they were brand new out the box so they were nice and shiny oh, that's cool. i didn't even know that <laughs> and uh yep my favorite part of it too was it was in june and it was really hot and you were wearing like basketball shorts on the bottom because you couldn't see. It was right. styled shoot. It doesn't matter, you know, yeah. <laughs> just from the top up. <laughs> but but the shorts were Lululemon. So. Yeah, so they were fancy. They were fancy shorts. They were fancy <laughs> they shorts. Were right. Well, one of the things that I love following you on is TikTok. These are my top three favorites. Top three? This is a yes. newer one. Okay. I thought you would have picked another one. But this one's good. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. I think it's because like from a from an outsider's perspective, right? We don't know anything about DJing or any of that. So you kind of give this view 
a little bit in a funny way into what you do. Yeah, you got to make it relatable. And, and it's come to the point where, you know, the we got a little traction off the TikToks where I'll show up to an event now and the staff or whoever's there get, gets excited be like, I want to make a TikTok. Let's make a TikTok, you know? <laughs> so the, and I love that, yeah. you know, I'm all about it, you yeah. know? So, um, and just making them relatable, funny, but more more so um, using those those top relatable trends and sounds mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah mike this is the miking up the efficient this is uh, i believe acatillo what do you want what do you want it's not that simple what it's do you want this was good we got ryan looking like sonic the hedgehog over here what do you want <laughs> i love how there's so many options too i mean you have like four or five different things you're like pick one and he's just like Right. So to me, I like, I like giving the client experience, you know, some people are okay with putting a microphone on a stand, you know, um, if I have to, I will, but being a photographer, do you like that? Not really. Right. Right. <laughs> so, ideal. um, my preference is, uh, the over the ear, I call it the Britney Spears mic mm -hmm. simply because or like security guard style, security guard style. Cause it's, it sounds better than a, uh, a lapel on the tie. Cause it's right by the mouth, you know, um, a lapel on the on the tie if there's any kind of wind it'll pick it up you know so i'm big on sound making it sound good and when you go up to the officiant they're like hey what are you gonna do to me you know and just like do i get a lapel and i'm just like you know so this was the video that created it and i got this idea because this happened with an officiant in a sedona wedding i did because mm -hmm. i'm like hey i got a, an over the ear and they're like no no i cannot have that I'm not gonna look good in that. I'm like, all right, do you want a handheld mic? They're like, well, I need my hands. <laughs> so you want a lapel. And that's how I get the ideas. It's just real life situations. And then I turn it into a funny video with old werewolf Ryan, you know, with the hairy <laughs> neck, you know. <laughs> the hairy neck, the call out. <laughs> right. So this next one, of course, I'm biased. <sighs> this should have been you. I know, right? Should have been you. I wanna take a bit with Cardi B. <laughs> and I do this exact thing to DJs all the time where I'm like, I'm gonna get a picture of you, and then it's like a smile, and then I'm like, right. do something cool. <laughs> and this is, it was firsthand experience, you know? When I thought about the idea, it wasn't a photographer, it was a videographer. Mm -hmm. And then, especially when like there's no transitions going on and they just got like the camera on you. And I'm just like, hey, you know, so I smile and they're like, hey, do something. I'm like, well, I'm not going into the next song yet. I'm like, yeah. do you want me to like fake? So now when a videographer goes up to me, I'm just trained now. So I just turn knobs. I'm not doing anything. Right. It's just for the <laughs> <just> video. <laughs> so it's just for the video. And when they when they see the video, it makes sense now. Mm -hmm. But when I when they when they come with their final product, it looks cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm not actually doing anything. Right. You know, you so know you're not doing anything, I, but nobody else knows. <laughs> right. So this is where the idea stems from. Again, this exact situation in this video happened in real life. I was big on Vine. I like being on Vine and just making videos. Um, and a little side story back in the day I had I was trying to develop this radio this video radio show called Radio Viva so R Radio Viva can you say radio you I don't know, know if I can it's like you roll the R so radio 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 viva my name was Salsa Caliente so my intro was uh, radio viva aquí con Salsa Caliente aquí estamos you know and along those lines so the premise of the videos was 
when I was DJ back in the clubs and I would run into just like random celebrities or like basketball players, stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, so I thought it would be hilarious. So I would go up to them and I would say, hey, you know, do you mind if I do like a quick interview, you know, just I have we have some fans like um, over here, over there, whatever. So yeah. I build it up and I, I never talk Spanish at all yeah. to them. We're just having this and they're just like, all right, cool. So I build it up, I build <laughs> oh, it up. No. And then when they push play, um, I was I would say, Radio Viva aquí con Salsa Caliente. Aquí estamos con el Amari Stoudemire. And I was just talking Spanish. Oh, and gosh. Uh, the premise of the videos were just the reaction. Yeah. So just like I would build up and just getting like those different you know, local celebrities reaction where they're just like, wait a minute. And they have no idea what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. You know, so. You ask them a question. They're just like, hi. Right. So, um, so when people always ask, they're like, hey, man, help me make videos, this and that. A lot of it is just like the ideas that just my mind is the way it works is um, I don't know how to teach that. It's just like the a natural thing that I've always like being funny, I always like making these little quirky videos um, and just honestly just entertaining my friends and making them laugh. Yeah. And that's what it what it stems from. So I can teach you like the editing things, but you know, to be naturally gifted and funny like I am, <laughs> yeah. I'm obviously funny, exactly. you know, so um, and that's, it's, it's hard for a lot of people just to put themselves out there. I'm, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable in my own skin and I like making people laugh and that's what yeah. it's about. That's exactly why I wanted to throw the podcast out. <laughs> There's no wedding photography or wedding vendor or like, you know, Arizona wedding podcast. And I was like, I'm going to fill that space I with something it. fun. <laughs> I love it. And I like that I'm early on, you know, so yeah. when you're, when you have millions of followers, I'll be like, you know, you know that big podcast? I was one of the first ones. Yeah. I was an OG. I was the first DJ. Oh yeah. So. And if it does become big and famous, I plan to have all the early people on again. And I feel that one would be better. Mm -hmm. you know, I won't say you know as much. So as we go through, <laughs> I'm catching my words more. It's always when you're recording, you start noticing it. It's so hard. So this one, this this last one that I have queued up for us, I remember seeing... I'm curious which one you get to pick. <laughs> it was right after we worked together the first time. It was like the first one you posted after we met. And I was like, okay. wait a second, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> this one literally... You know when you're like, if you're watching TikTok and you're like kind of scrolling and you're like, huh, like funny, huh, funny. This one had me actually like out loud laugh. Okay. It got me pretty good. Love it's it. one of my favorites. Oh, I thought you would have picked this one. I was I. I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It was just the sounds. And... <laughs> oh, it kills me. So this, this was a... Uh... This was a good stepping stone because before when I presented Jeff Jones, the idea of like, yo, let me run a TikTok and just see how it does. This is the beginning of the year. We're talking January. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had no idea. I was just trying to build. I made a goal of to get a thousand followers for the year. So this video specifically, um, stepping stone, because I think it was the first one that I did with Jeff Jones. And if you see in this video, at first he was kind of camera shy and you can see it in this video a little bit. And I was just like, you do this, do that. And I think we had to do a couple takes because, you know, he was a little awkward and weird, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, but then, and then look at him now, rock star making videos on his own with videographers. So yeah, yeah I remember this one because the stepping stone of making it with 
another DJ or having because it's making it with him and then including other people in them, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I feel like this one was I. <laughs> Which know? one's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? If you go, I think go to the DJ one. I like this one because I involve the whole staff. And I was like, hey, you want to make a TikTok? And they're all busy and they're all like looking at me weird. The only one who was down was Monica. Monica was the chef at Kobe Falls and she's one of my biggest fans. Shout out to Monica. (laughs) But in this video, if you click it, um, I'm calling out the security guard. And this is real life. You can relate to this. (laughs) Right? He was just chilling. That is pretty accurate. (laughs) Everybody's working so hard and then he's just... I was so scared to see the security guard again because he's kind of scary. His name's Brandon. He's my favorite security guard. I didn't ask him to be in the TikTok. I was just, just so filming he, him. <laughs> he was getting food and I was picking different spots to film the end scenes. And then I didn't ask him and I just posted it. And then it started like it, it got traction right away. It hit like 30,000 right away. And I was like, oh man, this is getting a lot of views. And then I didn't see him for a little bit. And talking to the different Wedgwood people, like, oh, that video was hilarious. Everyone's watching it. I was like, and oh, then, no. <laughs> and then I was just waiting. And then I saw Brandon again, and he just gave me this look. And I'm like, I have this saying in life. I'm like, is it all good or is it all bad? Because mm-hmm. if it's all good, it's all good. If it's all bad, we got to fix it, right? Right. We got to make it all good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like setting up for a wedding, and I see Brandon walk in. I was like, geez. I'm like, all right. We didn't talk right away. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, hey, what's up, man? And he gives me this look. And I'm like, it's all good. It's all bad. <laughs> and he's like, we just, we're just we boys. Yeah. He thought it was funny. Yeah. But like the. It's hilarious. It would have been more funny if we went like millions of views. But... <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, what the heck, man? Right. <laughs> now I'm going to do one where it's all the vendors. We're all stressing and working really hard. And then it's the DJ to the like doing just nothing. Chilling. Just hanging out. Or you should you should do like the DJ with the headphones on like. It's like a packed dance floor, but he's just like playing solitaire on the laptop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That'd be good. Right. Oh, man. Well, with that, I think we covered a lot of really good topics. I'm really glad to have you on here and be able to have this little chat with you. And, you know, he's he's awesome. So if you need a DJ, he's awesome. There's a reason he was in the magazine. Come on. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was fun, too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So if you need a DJ, definitely hit him up. And be up, hot sizzle, man. You know what it is, what it is, what it is. You want to give a little wrap to, to send us out? I don't know. I feel like people got to pay for that. Oh, man. <laughs> plus, I'm kind of... A little rusty. A little rusty. A little rusty. Let me practice a little bit. The next time... Okay. I'll have a rap ready. Perfect. All right. Like intro. You heard it here. Next time, we're getting a rap. <laughs> hey, holla at me. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Oh, I forgot there was a camera on. <laughs> cool. Sometimes you forget. See ya. Let's go.